Adelaide United family, welcome back to the Pitch Podcast, a very special edition as well. We will get to why it is so special very soon. Special weekend for Adelaide United in the Isuzu Ute A-League men's competition because uh, we reflected everything that was important about Anzac Day. And to be able to do that and get three points against Perth Glory was uh, really important. The ceremony at the start was a a really powerful thing. Um, And the, the people at the club did an amazing job. And also everybody at Cooper Stadium on Saturday um, were amazing and even the people that were there on Sunday because I was there Saturday and Sunday and uh, I just basically don't leave Adelaide United. This is a very special edition of the Pitch Podcast. We're going to talk about the weekend in a moment. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in who is watching right now or listening. Um, I should introduce the very special guest and that is Joe Gauchi. Welcome my friend. Welcome back. I mean we've never had a, like a repeat guest and here you are. customer. Yeah, no, it's good to be back. It's great to have you here. Let's talk about Anzac Day very quickly. Obviously, we played on the day before Anzac Day, but we had our commemoration. Um, I was lucky enough to be standing in the middle of Cooper Stadium where you boys were all huddled up alongside um, the Perth Glory players and the Catafault Party. What was that like for you boys out there? We heard from Stephen Hall during the week about his connection with Anzac Day. We've all got a story and family members who have things to say, but for you to be out there and observe the moment silence and, and look at those representatives Representatives in the catafault party it was it's really intense but a really powerful moment yeah no really powerful i mean i was uh, fortunate enough to be i guess or to play in the anzac day sort of last year but we were away so it was nice to be at cooper stadium and to feel the home crowd's presence even though it's dead silent i kind of felt the presence of everyone mm. and it was really powerful for to feel everyone there showing and paying their respects um no, it was it was I could just feel the, the team around me as well. It was it was just a really powerful moment. Uh, really important three points too in a, a really interesting game. I mean, I would love to know uh, how far you ran during the game because I don't think you did much, to be honest. And I mean, that I hit the most about respectful my average still. Really? Yeah, no, yeah, it was a really quiet game. I hit about my average just over six kilometres. For the people who didn't watch the game, there's a couple of things that we should mention. And um, I, I normally like it at a, at a home game for us. Um, I'll give the opposition nothing, but... For every Western Australian sporting team that has especially played over summer this year, it's been really challenging for Mm. them. Um, For the Perth Glory side that had, like, I think almost 10, if not over 10, under 23s playing on the weekend. So many injuries. A lot of them have struggled to get home during the uh, Isuzu A-League men's competition. It was always going to be a challenge. They've just lost their coach in Richie Garcia, so Ruben Zadkovic is leading the way. They've got the wooden spoon, but I can't imagine how challenging it would be for those glory boys to front up. And they did it with the right attitude. Mm. They were respectful during the match, before the start, and at the end too. So, um, and we've got a couple of connections there. Obviously, former Adelaide United player um, Pacific Nyonga Berry was there. So, and, and you'd know some of them, like, it'd be far out, man. It'd be tough to be a Perth player in any one of the sports at the moment. Yeah, no, I think the sacrifice that they've made this year, it's a, I think they spent, I think it was three or four weeks. In Sydney, I think they've been to Tasmania. They spent a week here. I think I think I saw today they're staying here for I a think couple still extra here. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like an open training session today at the new state facility. Yeah. So they're, they're doing it tough. They've done it tough all year. Um, and, you know, you kind of have to feel for them in a way. I guess results haven't gone their way. But I thought the effort that they put in, they made it hard for us. Um, mm. it was, you know, it probably wasn't our best game, but they did make it difficult for us. And they were, you know, a tough team to come up against, even though they were... A really young side, I think it's great for those young players to get the exposure, you know, at this stage of the season. And that's 
that's what I was going to ask because you walk away from this game, Bernardo scores early and then Nesta very late. But I guess if we if we didn't take three points away from that match, I feel like it for the, the boys and Carl, it would have almost felt like a loss because this mm. is a game that non-negotiable, we needed to not only take away three points but dominate Perth. Mm. And there were probably elements as a supporter watching where I was thinking we could pr- probably play so much better than we are right now. What was the feeling like at the end of the match? Yeah, I think you know we were overall happy with the result. Like you said, needed the points, but I think just a little bit, maybe a little bit frustrated that it wasn't, as a dominant of the performance as we would have liked, especially at home. We tend to, you know, control the game and maybe we in parts we didn't really do that. But at the same time, three points, clean sheet. They didn't have a shot on goal, which mm. is always nice. Um, so you take the positives from it, but you also look at the things and areas we need to improve on and build on that for this weekend. They did score a goal which was called offside as a keeper. Do you just breathe a sigh of relief when that happens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially in that game where they didn't have a shot and then yeah. one goes in, you're just, bloody hell. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it, was, it can be frustrating, but got a little bit lucky, so we'll take that. Everything's in front of us now. We've got a couple of home games left and we're, we're sitting nicely in the top six, but still um, it's really tight and no, no. and any team at their best can play really well, which mm. is exciting as a supporter watching, but it also, I'm sure, as players makes you go, we need to be at our absolute best if we want to compete to solidify a final spot, but then if we want to continue marching on and hopefully um, take away the championship. Yeah, no, it's, it's very competitive for the neutral, for anyone you know watching the league with not really following anyone it's really exciting um every game seems to be competitive uh, like you said anyone can be anyone so yes it, you know you have to be at your best but i think it's also exciting for us because we know we can beat anyone mm. um so we just need to hopefully lock in a, a home final and then you get to the final series and, and anything can happen um i think we've we've gone close with everyone above us and below us so I think we, we have a real real shot this year. We are going to talk about the real reason we are doing this podcast this week and the special reason in a moment. I just wanted to quickly mention this one thing. Carl is really lucky that he didn't have a camera on him the whole second half or a microphone because I was watching him. And <laughs> Nesta had an outstanding finish to the match. <laughs> but what I can understand what Carl and Damien and you are doing, which I, I think sometimes we forget because it's a pro- professional environment. Nest is 16, right? Mm. Nest is the 16-year-old teenager who is going to do 16-year-old teenager things on the pitch. Um, and it's, it's always going to be a challenge to communicate with him, to get him to focus. And I think sometimes we take that for granted. Yeah. So to see his performance before he scored that worldie, it was... Carl was obviously frustrated with him because as a striker, he's been um, given a task to chase back and do what he needs to do. But to watch Carl go through that and then Nesta to score and then just have a look at the smile on Carl's face and him just almost taking a deep sigh of relief. Hiroshi's applauding in the background. For me as a fan, this is what I love about football. You can go from zero to 100 and you can change the outcome of a game. It doesn't matter what's happened in the lead up as long as you embrace the moment. Yeah, Nesta seems like he's that kind of player. And uh, it reminds me, we, we obviously had a, a young player, um, Aware Mobile, playing for us, who was similar age when he made his debut and he had similar attributes mm. to Nesta. He was fast, he was lethal, but there were things on his game that he needed to work on. As as a teammate, how how do you go watching 
everything leading up to that goal in the 93rd minute or whatever on the weekend. It can be frustrating. I think there was one ball in his own, in our half, it kind of like went to, went to play ball around the corner. You can see what he's trying to do and it doesn't quite come off. And, you know, it can make things difficult for us. But I think with a player like him, we know everyone knows he's got the talent. Everyone knows what he can do. He's shown it, you know, when he's come off the bench and he has his great moments and he has his not so great moments. Um, and it can be a bit of an emotional roller coaster for him and for us as well. I think there was a shot when it was we were three v two on goal, and he decides to have a shot from yeah. from some distance. Um, but we know what he can do, and you know we still have confidence in him. And you know he as long as he has that confidence in himself, which he he does. You know you can see what he can produce, and it, I think some players could have you know a few poor moments and really drop their head um, and go into their shell. But you know he keeps going all the way to the end and. Gets the reward and a great goal. Yeah, we love that. And it was great to see Bernardo, obviously, scoring at home. His dad, Cassio, scored a pen in the uh, All-Stars Legends match beforehand too, which was very, very exciting. Um, Now, Joe, the real reason that we are here today is to celebrate the fact that you are an ambassador for the Childhood Cancer Association um, alongside Matilda McNamara. I'm also an ambassador too, so it's great to sit here and have a conversation about it because – I've done a little bit of work with the Childhood Cancer Association and their, their gala dinner last year. It was really confronting for me, to be honest, because um, obviously we were trying to raise as much money as possible for an amazing organisation, which we'll, we'll speak about in a second. But I, I said this to the audience, and I'll be completely honest with you too. I felt guilty for being a father of kids that haven't experienced cancer um, because – my, my children at this point of their lives are really healthy and haven't gone through the adversity that so many kids and families go through. And what I loved learning about the team at the Childhood Cancer Association is the work that they do to support the families, um, siblings of children who experience cancer, parents. We, we don't think about the ongoing effects and the stress that goes on, whether it is um, the stress of uh, parents of children with cancer that could lead into divorce. All these other things, the support that this amazing organisation provides is just, it blows my mind about how much work goes into this. For you, why are you proud to be an ambassador? No, I think um, you, you touched on some really powerful points there. I think, you know, the effect that cancer can have on the on the family um, as well as the, you know, the child themselves. It's a, a really stressful time. Um, and to be able to be an ambassador and to support the association, you know, in any way possible um, so that they can provide more support um, for these families and children, you know, I want to be able to give back in some sort of way because, you know, I've been very fortunate and my family's been very fortunate not to, like yourself, not had to, you know, deal with cancer head on um and so to be able to give back to these these families that you know are suffering um you know it's just i think it's the the right thing to do because i'm i'm very lucky i wanted to read off some of these statistics because it's it's important that we get these right and Mm. they as we said this is a a different episode of the pitch podcast but we feel it at adelaide united we we are a family so there are so many south australian families that um, do experience cancer, whether it's directly or indirectly, but more than a 1,000 children and adolescents in Australia and 300,000 children worldwide are diagnosed with cancer each year. That is, that is each year. That's 
I can't fathom that. Um, and every week, about three children and adolescents in Australia and 1,500 children worldwide, they die from cancer, which I just, I can't process that. Like, we're, we're talking kids younger mm. than us, mate. Like, you, it, it just makes me think how, how do people actually process the news when um, they are informed that their child has cancer? Mm then what next in the support. And this is the support that the Childhood Cancer Association do for the families especially. And I've seen some of the work that they've done to to provide comfort, to provide therapy, and it's it's ongoing as well. And it's a continual relationship and bond that they have. And I think the, the great reason that you're involved alongside Matilda is that word that I said, family. Adelaide United as a football club is all about family. We, I, I mentioned Bernardo, right? Like his dad played for the club. We've mm. got, we've got so many family connections and yeah. it's, it's more than football. So for you to be involved, I'm sure um, you're looking forward to the opportunity to, um, you know, uh, eventually meeting some of these families and learning more about the organisation. Yeah, definitely. Um, when we did our introduction sort of, I guess, with COVID, it was a Zoom call, you know, a few weeks ago. Um, we got to get, you know, a good understanding of the association and what they do. Um, and that was one thing that hopefully, you know, with the COVID restrictions easing, that I'm, I'm really looking forward to, um, to be able to get to, to meet these families and these kids and, and hopefully just be able to put a smile on their face because that can make such a difference um, with what they're going through. So, you know, I'm really hoping that, um, you know, my partaking in this can, can have an impact on, on someone's life. The other thing that's really important that we note is there is no government funding. Yeah. Like zero that I can't deal with that. That makes me uncomfortable talking about as well. There's donations alone purely. Okay. So, this is where we're calling on you, Adelaide United family, because we're taking on Brisbane this weekend at Cooper Stadium. So how much does it cost you to buy a coffee every week? It's over $5 now. Over $5. Okay, I'm glad you said that, because just a $5 donation will help you give a virtual high five to one of these kids, which is just go without a coffee for a day. Go without a coffee for a week and what get seven virtual high fives, 35 bucks. It's when you think about it, if you're prepared to go to your local cafe and do that, then take a moment and do something for this amazing reason. These Elliot bears in front of us, these are absolutely awesome as well. I like this one here. I've got one at home. My kids have them. And talk to us about these shoelaces because these, these are laces. beautiful. Yeah, well, these laces, um, I'm going to be giving them well tomorrow in training and, you know, Plan on wearing them, hopefully in the game on the weekend as well. Um, you know, I've never worn them, so they look they look fancy. Hope they're comfortable. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, look forward to to wearing them throughout the week and um, and hopefully on the game on the weekend. And you know, also like to announce that from this game forward, I'll be no- donating twenty dollars for every save I make um, for the rest of the season to the Childhood Cancer Association. So you know. Hopefully, I uh, have to make a few more saves than on uh, on <laughs> Sunday because that was a quiet one. But yeah, just to do my part and um, you know, for this for this great association that's doing great things. That is awesome, man. So that's just a repeat. So twenty dollars for every save, every save you'll be donating to the Childhood Cancer Association. Now, look for those of you who can't make it to the match on the weekend. Um, at the bottom of this video and in the show notes of this podcast, we'll put the link to the website where you can donate as well. So you can buy some shoelaces or do the virtual high five. Um, as I said, mate, congratulations once again. I think with some with some. Uh, 
organizations and some involvements people have it's just to say oh look here i am this is great for a photo but you genuinely have a passion of being involved which i I think it's a really important thing to do as well it's the same as me like to to be involved with something like this and spend some time with the organization that um right from the ceo down they have been impacted by cancer in their families so uh, anything that we can do to support the families the children and the wider community i think you're doing an outstanding job mate so thanks for taking the time to have a chat on the podcast today um hopefully you have to make heaps of saves on the weekend but you get a clean sheet yeah and mate congratulations again because the the last time i caught up with you was actually on the pitch and you were our ria members player of the month as well your season has been outstanding joe so keep it up stay fit we don't have covid in here this is good it's good so good good. we can touch each other we won't we won't just in case um thanks for watching this special edition and listening to the pitch podcast we will be back next week hopefully celebrating three points against the raw and again thank you very much to the childhood cancer association